Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may be listening in. <clears throat> Excuse me, this is Reverend Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and this is today's episode four of Bible of excuse me, of Truth Tidbits. We did Bible Bites last year. This year we're doing Truth Tidbits and I just want to bring a short word this morning for, um, I've titled this Hope for the Grieving, um, and I want to do two different messages. The Lord has laid two different particular scriptures on my heart. I want to do the first of those today. Over this last week, I have heard of several friends who have lost dear, close family loved ones, um, and one in particular, and so I want to just do this message. The Lord really laid this on my heart. When I got up this morning, I, I wasn't really sure the direction that the Lord was going to have me to go. And then I read a, a something from one of my dear friends who has suffered grief um, unexpectedly in this last couple of days. And my heart was just so broken for this person. And so I began to think about different ones. I've heard of four or five or six over this last week, and I'm grieving for them and with them. The Bible tells us to mourn with those that mourn. And so I want to share a message of hope for those that are dealing with grief, the loss of loved ones, the maybe other forms of grief in their life, because life does have hardships and storms of life come, period, to all of us. And none of us are immune to that. So I just want to share some comfort. The Bible calls the scriptures the comfort of the scriptures. And the scriptures do provide much comfort in many, many ways. And I know I'm a living example of that. And so the Lord really put in my heart the comfort that he wanted to share with you today, those of you that may be grieving. And so I'd like to do that. And I'm taking one particular scripture as the text for this. And then I want to read two other places really quickly. The first scripture is found in Psalm 147, verse 3. And it says, He, speaking of the Lord, as a matter of fact, let me read 2 through 6. Verses 2 through 6, it says this, The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifts up the humble he cast the wicked down to the ground. I was really struck this morning by uh, these three different scriptures that I want to read to you really quickly today. But this is the first one, and I did a little bit of study because I really want you to understand the heart of God in this scripture. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. In this passage, that word for heals really means to, <clears throat> to mend by stitching to cure or repair. And it was as if the Lord just kind of gave me the idea that, you know, it goes on, it says he heals the brokenhearted and that brokenhearted means the heart that's been burst, the heart that's been wrecked, 
the heart that has been rent violently and broken, shattered into pieces. And grief can feel that way, and grief does that to you. And so the Lord was just giving me comfort to share with you that He heals that. He mends by stitching. In other words, it's as if that heart that's shattered into pieces, He's right there. He sees every little piece. And guess what? He picks them up piece by piece and begins to take the time and the intricate detail to begin to stitch together each and every one of those pieces back into a beautiful whole heart again. It takes time. It's not an instant thing. But beloved, the Lord wants you to know that He is the one that sees every little piece that's scattered, that's been burst open and rent from within you. He sees it. He knows every one of those pieces. And He personally, personally for you, for you as an individual person, is taking the time to pick up each one of those pieces and he's going to keep stitching, keep mending, keep repairing, keep rebuilding until it is made whole again. He will do that. He will do that for you. He will do that for you. And then it says, and he binds up their wounds. This is speaking of binding up is talking about to tie it together or to, uh, to wrap firmly the wounds, that pain, that sorrow, that um, injury. The root for that, the root for that word is talking about something that is carved so in other words, that sorrow or that grief or that injury that has carved and cut deep into you, God binds it up. It made me think of, you know, when you bandage up, let's say you've got a deep cut in your body, on your skin or something like that. And, you know, you take and you put ointment. Remember, he's the balm of Gilead. So you rub the ointment into that. You, you bind it up. You cleanse it. You get it clean. You get the dirt out of it. You, you wrap that ointment into it. And then you bind it all up, like with a sling or with a compress, so that it's held together and it will heal in time. This is, beloved, the hope for the grieving. The Lord himself is going to stitch all of your pieces of your heart back together into a beautiful hole again. And until those are healed, he's going to be the balm of Gilead to cleanse them and to heal those and to be um, the protector. And he's going to bind them up in a compress, in a compress or a sling, and keep them until 
you are whole again. And I want to leave you with these two last scriptures. Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 3. I'm going to read all of these. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. The ashes of your broken heart, God is going to mend and make it beautiful again. And He will give beauty to your ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that He may be glorified. This is a prophetic word about the coming Messiah who would do this. And then Jesus in Luke chapter 4, verses 17 through 22, it says this, And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were, were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So all bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? Jesus is the Messiah. <clears throat> he is the Lord who was prophesied and spoken of in Psalm 147 that was the one that would heal the brokenhearted, bind up their wounds. The one that Isaiah testified about, that the Spirit of the Lord was anointing him and one of the things the Spirit of the Lord anointed him to do is to heal the brokenhearted. And Jesus verifies that and attests to that right here in Luke chapter 4. He has come. One of his purposes in coming is to heal those who are shattered in heart. He will take the time to pick up every single piece and stitch it all back together, make it a beautiful whole. He will take the time to put into a wonderful compress and a bandage all of your sorrows, injuries, and wounds, those things that have cut you deeply. The Lord will do that. God sent him, and one of the reasons God sent him was for that purpose, to touch and heal you. So I pray that this message 
is a blessing to you today. And I pray God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.